Oh my gosh, it's 2020. We are back. This is Simply D Podcast. It's been a crazy journey and we are launching with a bang. This episode is called Fresh Off The Boat because guys, when you move to a new place, there are all sorts of transitions that happen and I just had a very interesting time going through my transition from being in my parents' home and then just coming to college by myself in a totally different country with um, different ways of life. So yeah, stay tuned and I hope you're going to enjoy this one because it's about to go down. Are you guys ready? Here we go. This is August of 2017, so it's a couple years back, but I remember vividly because some of that stuff was, yo, it was intense. So, um, yeah, I'd been preparing most of the year, just kind of getting my life together, my documents, um, the immigration stuff, the money, just making sure I was ready to come to college. I don't think I was, though, because all that preparation, I wasn't ready. So, um, yeah, first things first, I get to the airport early with my um, family and yeah, we're saying bye and all this good stuff. And then guess what? They had been a buildup at the airport. So they were like so many people, like so, so many people. I was scared and I was like, this is not it. It can't be happening. Why me, God? You know, you start asking these questions and you're just like, what's going on anyways this line or queue was so long and we had to stand in it and they actually used one of the bigger um planes because i was flying out of Vintook, um that's in namibia all the way to cape town um south africa for my first flight so i was like it's all good jesus you, you got this i mean i'm here and what's crazy is at the back of my mind my dad had told me you know we have paid for this flight, but if you get lost or you miss your flight or something happens, it's a sign from God that you're not ready for this and you're just going to go to school, maybe like in South Africa or um, at home somewhere. So I was like, okay, I hear you. So I was super like tense. I was like, nothing can go wrong today. I really want to go to school. And I really was like super excited to go to my school or like where I was studying college. So I was like, yay. So finally, we got on the plane, but guess what? Obviously, we were delayed. And um, my next connection, which was going to be from Cape Town to Heathrow, London, only had like one hour, 30 minutes at Cape Town. So I was like, I only have 30 minutes to get through like everything and like get to my terminal. I was like, whoa, I'm going to be late and I'm going to miss this flight. So I was already starting to be like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I wanted to cry inside. Nobody knew, but outside I was smiling. Inside it was it was a whole other disaster. Anyways, we get to Cape Town and as soon as we land, they're like, dun dun. You know, like when they announce in the um, little intercom on the planes and I was like, what is going on? So they're like, passenger delight, blah, blah, blah. Um, could you please report to the um, flight attendant's desk? And I was like, Jesus, I didn't steal anybody's things. I don't do drugs. I didn't kill anybody. Like, I was already freaking out. I'm like, what the heck? What do they want me for? That has never happened to me. Anyways, I go there. I take my stuff. And um, guess what? I had an escort 
take me through the secret corridors of the airport so that I could catch my other flight. And I was like, wow, look at God. But guys, I was still like panicking. And my feet were killing me because we were literally running across the airport. And I was hauling so many stuff in my like hands. My um, Basically, I had like four or three bags on me with like one rolling um, suitcase and then the rest of my bags. And I was just like, yo, this, this, this is not it. I don't think this is how my life is supposed to start. Anyways, I get to Heathrow. Um, there it's pretty chill, except for the fact that I realized to move through the terminals let's say you're going to like terminal three to five it can take like 25 minutes and then there's security guys you leave everything on that conveyor belt you take out your hair no i'm joking um, you take out your eyes your liver your lungs everything they want you as bare as possible because they're like we have good security here ain't no bomber coming so yeah they were like super strict about that and you know i went through it um i got on my flight to america and um i actually flew with american airlines so that was interesting too because i'm used to um european style airlines so british airways klm air france airlines like that and like american airlines was very casual compared to what i was used to so I was like, okay, I see you. Anyways, I landed in Chicago. I'm like, guys, I made it to the land of the free and the brave. And I was like, whoa. So yeah, I was just like praying, you know, contacting the people I needed to tell that I, like I made it safely. And then um, my ride to school got there. And we located each other and we were off to school. And little did I know, that was just the beginning of a lot of interesting experiences that I will never ever forget ish guys so ha we made it to the beautiful school in you know we can't tell you where but it's in southwest Michigan and I was like wow we have landed again and yeah i remember like just opening my eyes and being like wow this is so beautiful oh my gosh so much new stuff this place is not ready for my african self yo it really wasn't ready for my african self and i felt like building up to this moment like at home preparations and all this good stuff i was like we are going and now it was actually a reality so i was like hey I was just singing my songs. Nobody can stop me. I'm going there. Don't you want to go too? I'm going high. Yes, that was the vibe. You know, my soul was happy. My skin was happy. Everything was going fine. Um, so I went through orientation and registration and all that good, like administrative stuff. And then I got to my room and I was like, whoa, this is small. This Is, is this going to be me like for the rest of you know the four years that i'm here for and yeah that's when reality sunk in guys i didn't have a lot of things because you see as an international student all you can bring to school is literally all you can fit 
in those two bags and maybe three four bags a little bit three four bags that's all you have Th- those are all your belongings you don't have all the special things that i discovered your people in america have everything guys like all my friends and the people i was seeing moving into their dorm rooms. some of them came with the fridge me i didn't i didn't have fridge i was like wow i need to buy a fridge okay and microwave Ooh, that's crazy and a carpet two of them and the shower curtain all these things were starting to pop up the people were bringing their all their like electrical appliances to do their hair they had 700 hair products you know what i'm saying for me it was just whatever could fit in my bag when i came here so i was like okay i guess we're gonna be shopping for a little bit so yeah i think that was like one of the biggest things i was like oh my goodness there's gonna be so much like settling in and just getting comfortable because yeah it was about to be a ride so yeah um classes came along i was like oh okay i I, i'm kind of getting a hang of this yo it was it was not true i was struggling guys multiple choice see where i come from multiple choice is not really a thing in high school like it's there but it's more about the essay the long questions the essay responses the papers yeah so when i came here my yo my multiple choice taking skills they were expired they expired in like seventh grade so i had to start touching these things up so that i could get the good grades and finally you know after two years we were getting there and i was like hi jesus i love you because it was rough in the beginning i'm like but i know this but this multiple choices mm, it, it was looking like a jungle i couldn't find the treasure but um by god's grace you know what i mean by god's grace so we made it now the following section is just to tell you about some of the little differences that i met that i experienced when i came to the land to the land where i will get my degree from let me tell you yo Okay, so one of the very first things that I noticed um, that was different were the bathrooms. Now, the bathrooms are very stylish, very stylish. Um, They could flush, you know, the toilet was flushing itself and I was like, wow. And the tap, the tap was opening itself and stopping itself. And not that we don't have these things in Africa, but I was just like, oh, wow, okay. So I guess we kind of have the same things. Um, Yeah, so my issue only came to the spaces those spaces in between the doors and between the bathroom stalls why are they there i did i didn't understand why somebody who was passing outside my bathroom stall at a certain angle could actually see all of me all of me and then there are spaces also under the door for most of the bathrooms that i've like gone into in america and i was like why why are these spaces why why are the people staring at us like I can't even mind mind my own business while I'm doing my own business. Now other people must also mind my business with me. Guys, that was like freaky. I remember actually like finding a bathroom on campus that didn't have these little spaces just so I could use the bathroom because I wasn't comfortable. I didn't like being looked at. And you know what's crazy? At my school, apparently it's a thing to be on the phone call while you are using the bathroom for me that's just a no-no maybe it's just a personal preference but these people be out here having conversations and i can see them and i can see their toes 
and I can hear the things. No, that's not cute. Where I come from? You know, like at home, we have a nice long three, four meters. That's like about 12 feet of corridor from the door before you get to the toilet seat. And it's solid walls. It's not, uh, what is this? Some type of like wood board or something. It was just crazy to me that people actually wanted to see each other when they were doing their business. No man, mind your own business. That's another thing. I live by it. You must mind your own business. And then um, another thing that I noticed was the highways. Like as we were driving or just the roads in general. This thing of driving on the other side. When you first get here, you're like, whoa, you feel a little dizzy every time somebody turns or like anytime somebody like changes lane, you're like, whoa, why are we going the wrong way? But, um, you know, I got used to it. And now, you know, we also be rolling up in these streets in Michigan. And yeah, it's crazy, but it happened. I think that's just an adjustment you make. And now every time I go home, I, I need like two, three days to kind of get used to driving on the other side of the road and then we're fine and then we turn into the right lanes because you know sometimes sometimes we forget and we turn into the wrong lane and it's not cute so um yeah that that is just another one and then um the phone service i'm used to not having to pay for somebody else to call me in America, apparently, you also need to have service or credit for the other person to call you. Otherwise, your phone doesn't work. And I didn't understand that. At home, I could have zero balance, zero service. And as long as I had my SIM card and it was connected to the booster of like Verizon or MTC, whatever you're using at home, I could receive calls and receive text messages. The difference was I couldn't send them back. Here, you have to have credit to receive and to send and to call and to take calls and to yeah to just do anything you just need to have service so that was a little bit challenging and on top of that the service is very expensive compared to what i'm used to but you know new year new me i just had to catch up that wasn't too much of a change but it was just very interesting and then something that i noticed a lot was my slang my slang expired as soon as I showed up in America. Why? It was very hard for me to just have a casual conversation without slipping in some of my slang, like, nah, it's a, yo, aibo, you know, all these little words that we have when we're speaking to others at home and whatever else. And so I had to learn American lingo, like what you have to say, like the cool stuff and just being able to have that conversation where somebody is not lost after you drop in and it's a yo or hi or whatever else you're trying to drop in there, you know? And I really miss that. My slang, my slang is on point. So when I go home, I make sure to overuse my slang, to overuse these expressions, these African expressions that carry so much meaning. And while I'm here, I feel like some of my friends have caught on to some of them and now... They understand what I'm saying, which is great because now they don't look at me like I'm an alien from somewhere. Um, another thing that I had to learn and I just experienced that was very different for me was pumping your own gas. See, for most places in Africa, you don't pump your own gas. 
They are very nice, friendly, smiling people that will come and treat you like a king when you get to the gas station. So what you do is you pull in, you stop your car, and then you're like, I'm going to chill here and wait for them to come and serve me. And then they come to your window and then you you get that button that rolls down your window and they're like, good afternoon, ma'am. What kind of guests would you like today? Actually, no, we call it petrol. And they're like, I want some premium gas, sir. And they're like, how much of it would you want? Ah, uh, full tank. And then they're like, okay, can you please open your fuel tank for me? And then you get that gas tank. You pull that little lever or whatever it is in your car. And then you can relax. You can listen to music. You can be on your phone. And guess what? Your gas is actually being put and then when it's done he comes he's like so how are you paying today ma'am are you paying by card or are you paying by cash and then you do the things that need to be done and you pay for your gas and guess what they're like do you want your window to be cleaned you know your windscreen windshield whatever you guys call it and then they'll clean it for you they clean it for you and it's perfecto and then afterwards they'll be like okay ma'am have a good day and then you roll up your window and then you leave the gas station. Do you see how nice that sounds? That's what I was used to. And then I came here. Guys, in the snow, in the cold, nobody wants to pump their own gas. It's so cold. And now I had to learn how to get out of my car and be like, hi, I'm here. Please help me. So yeah, anyways, we, we, we learned how to pump our own gas. But still, that is one thing that I am pretty sure that I love Africa for. Hey, we have people that make you feel at home because they pump your gas for you and it's a job you know job creation for those people that countries that are struggling with job creation just put people at your gas stations it's not a problem it's actually very wonderful the food i will always stand by this the best food ever the best food ever comes from my mother's house and from Africa in general. Man, when I got here, I was like, Lord, please, why didn't I carry some spices? And some places, like, it's really good. Some places, it's not so good. Or maybe I just wasn't used to it. But to be honest, I just feel like there's so much value in the food that I had at home. I was like, I appreciate it so much more. Even the stuff that I didn't like. I was like, man, I, I wish I could have that now. And um, yeah, it started with things like root beer. I have never liked it. I tried it. I was like, okay, I've read about this. Let's try it. Nope, it wasn't for me. We left those things. We left them in 2019. Um, What else did I try? I really tried like the haystack thing, you know, like chipotle type dishes. Like that's okay. I, I understand it's healthy. But I'm still looking for a burger place that will satisfy my needs. So, like, if you have any burger places you know, holler at me. Send me a DM. I'll go and check it out because I am a foodie. So, yeah, we're still working on the food thing. I'm, I'm kind of getting used to it, but I still prefer the food from home. And I wish we could just have all those restaurants just, like, come over here because I had to start learning what Chili's is and what B-Dubs is and how it tastes and whether I like it. And um, where I come from, we actually don't have any McDonald's. Our kind of, like 
McDonald's type restaurant or like fast food place will literally be KFC. And what I love from KFC are called Zinger Wings. They're basically these like chicken wings that are um, spicy, a little bit hot, but they still have kind of like the KFC recipe. And that's my favorite thing to have from um, KFC at home. And they don't sell it here. It's strictly, I think, for South Africa and Namibia only. So yeah we just had to learn different things i was so happy though because chicago um actually has three nando's restaurants so that's like one of my favorite places to eat i did appreciate um some of the new stuff i got to taste like mexican food i actually like mexican food and yeah i got to experience quite a lot of diversity in terms of restaurants and yeah, for the most part, it's okay, but it still doesn't reach that that level, that level of, you know, umnand, it's good, I want to eat more, I can't stop eating, you know, still trying to get to that level, but yeah, for the most part, that is a little bit of a summary of some of the new changes and new adjustments I had to do, experiences all tied up into this little episode so yeah i hope you enjoyed it thank you for tuning in um yeah please do send me any recommendations of things you want to hear about maybe even like more in-depth stories about some of the experiences i shared today and i really hope you guys get some experience some some laughs out of this a little bit of advice whatever you want but yeah from this episode all i am saying is you must mind your own business because minding your own business high brings great results yo i can testify so yeah peace out this is simply d podcast <laughs>